Well, hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Awaken Me podcast. Uh, the goal of what we're going to talk about is just to process through trending topics, what's happening in culture, and how do we respond uh, to all that, because culture can be quite crazy. And uh, my name's Scott. I have Chase here today, and he's going to be with us many days, if not most days, if not every day. Okay, and yeah. <laughs> we're just going to have some fun uh, talking about it. So the the goal is is to process through and to be a resource that that people can use and you can use as a means of processing through what your faith means in this day and age, because there's a lot of craziness going on, especially uh, this week. And especially this week, yeah. Um, talking a little bit about that, like, I, I, it's crazy to me to think that just, <clears throat> like, three days ago, I was like, oh, yeah, I wonder what I'm doing next week, or I wonder how we're going to plan this, and then how just a few hours shift, and all of a sudden, it's like, I wonder if I can go outside next week, <laughs> and uh, yeah. to think that how, how drastic that changes for me. I mean, I remember a couple weeks ago, too, talking to some people looking at um, you know, what are you doing to prepare? How are you doing it? And I was like, what am I doing to prepare? Like, I don't think it's going to affect us. Like we're in Orange County. I think we'll be okay. Um, and just to see then, um, my fear in that and how it's changed getting drastically closer to what this is now. And then also reevaluing my life over and over again of like, okay, what am I trusting in? Where am I trusting? How am I trusting? And it's being so real. And so it's so raw. I think it's been like both earth shattering, but also so cool to be able to create, um, like a new perspective and how that looks and all that kind of stuff. You know, you bring up fear, and I can't tell you how many sermon topics I saw last <laughs> week from pastors deviating from their initial program to talk about fear. Yeah. And what is fear? And uh, I think that's a great question just because how, how do we process through so many unknowns and so much of what we don't know and misinformation and stuff mm -hmm. that we – like it's just – the idea of trying to forge through when there's no plan for people can be earth shattering. And so there, there's the cliche answer of like, oh, I trust in Jesus. And, yeah. and, and while I do truly believe that, the, the practicality of that is is almost impossible to, to think through for some just because to trust in Jesus can be so abstract or so distant or so mm -hmm. non-actual non personal because these are real issues with real problems and we're being quarantined and all of a sudden, yeah. like we're told to trust in Jesus and, and what does that actually mean. And I think it really forces us to recognize, like, where's my faith in this process? And what does faith even mean as a mean, means of trusting who Jesus is? At least that's what I've kind of noticed in my world. No, 100%. And I think I had a conversation with my mom the other day, and it was mind-boggling. I was walking through Ralph's uh, with empty shelves and with people grabbing toilet paper and, like, no bread and no anything. And I was like, what do I buy? Like, how do I prepare for this? My mom was like, okay, first of all, I think you need to relax, like, make sure that you have everything under control. But she said, second of all, like mo or identifying our motives and understand like where is your head in all this like are the things you're afraid of actually happening but secondly um is a god that you believe in actually big enough to be okay for all this stuff and that kind of hit me a little bit and she asked like i know you know that god's with you but do you actually believe that he's in there with you like do you actually is it in your heart are you living through that understanding or is it just a knowledge you have stored away and i think that hit me really hard of it's so easy, especially when things are easy or even kind of hard to say, okay, God, like we got this together, we can trust it. But then when it's like literally life-threatening and all of a sudden things get thrown in your face so quickly, it's so easy to, uh, you know, just be in it and not take a step back and realize, oh, wow, I actually have a God who loves me even through this, who's been through this before, who can do this again. Uh, it's just so easy to say, okay, this is self-survival mode. It's about me. It's about how I process through this is about how I can handle this, how I can try to control all the different factors rather than allowing there to be a God out there who does that for you, who promises that he'll do that for you. And I think for me, that's been the biggest thing that I've been wrestling with night after night of how am I supposed to um, be true to be prepared and to be um, authentic in my walk in life and not ignore my fear, but how can I 
have faith in that fear where that faith then allows me to not stop, but to keep going every single day and say, okay, God, how are we doing this today? Or how are we walking together this hour, this minute? I think that's been the biggest, <laughs> the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm reminded of, of two things I want to share with you of just how do we process through our fear and how do we respond mm-hmm. in, in a faith-based way. So here's, here's two things. First of all, it's super theological and incredibly profound. You ready for it? Ready for it? Wait, ready for Chase? I'm ready. Inhale. Exhale. It's actually a test for the coronavirus. I don't know if you know that. Oh, and if you cough, you're... you're correct. That's a terrible joke. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, breathing. Literally. Uh, you might... like. I agree. Okay. No, seriously, though. Breathing. Uh, scientifically is significant and here's here's a whole reason why uh, the way our brains work so uh, when a stimulus comes that we experience uh, it it initiates either a fear or an anxiety based response for example imagine walking to the edge of a cliff right as you get up what starts happening your palms get sweaty you get a little flush you know, and so you have this reaction that's physical because of what's happening mentally mm-hmm. uh, this is an anxiety based response but it's appropriate because your body begins to do that so you don't walk off a cliff now, when this whole process happened, there's a little piece in your brain that's sending signals to the rest of your body that's saying, hey, we need to be in fight, flight, or freeze mode. And as a result, blood leaves your head and it goes to your body, adrenaline starts surging. And so your body is ready to, to perform and fight for survival and battle, which is great when you have a battle happening. But when you're in a mental battle, that's not what you need because as the blood leaves your head, it literally kills the processes of your brain that allow you to think like a rational Mm. human. Hence all the toilet paper being gone. Yes, yes, hence (laughs) the toilet paper being gone. And so literally breathing, what it does, uh, because there's all of of these things happening in your body, breathing forces oxygen back up into your head and literally keeps your brain alive and it keeps the pieces Mm. functioning that you need so that you can actually think through rationally. And fascinating enough for me, what I found in my research was that the more that this process happens of the body going into this fight, flight, or freeze mode, mm. the harder it is for you actually to take those thoughts back. Mm. And have you ever noticed that people who are like really jumpy, just they keep getting more and more jumpy and they're just sporadic, or people who have anxiety, it becomes easier and easier for them to trip into that anxiety mm. mode. And the reason is because we're actually training our bodies to respond. And so simply by when you have those anxious thoughts or you're in that state of like, ah, oh, or you're wanting to buy 70,000 rolls of toilet paper in Target, uh, Pause and literally breathing will help literally rejuvenate your brain. Which is insane. I mean, <laughs> so easy. Yeah. Like, praise God for science, right? And for our brains. Okay. So that's the first thing. Uh, here's, here's the second piece. Because as we begin to get into modes, it's easy for us to build patterns. Essentially, like little think of little highways that happen in your brain. And the more we think in a particular way, the more that our brains think in that particular way. Have you ever known like a, that bitter old man? Right, who just they've thought this way for so many years, mm-hmm. eventually gets to the point where that's just who they think they are. But the reality is, you can actually change the way you think. Even you, Chase, you can yeah, change yeah. the way you think. <laughs> who would have thought? I know. That's yeah. well, you know. Well, we'll keep praying for you. No, but you can actually change the way you think. And the Bible talks about taking thoughts captive, and that's a yes, fantastic verse. But what scientists are actually finding with the brain is, as you think certain thoughts, it actually rewires. Uh, how it operates. And one of the most successful ways of thinking that helps rewire your brain so that the negative toxicity comes out and you're actually filled with a sense of peace is gratitude. That's amazing. I want to ask a question before you continue. 
Um, just as, as like a, a rebuttal here, I know a lot of people might get upset um, about the idea of like, oh, if you're struggling with things, like I, I want to make sure we're not taking it out of context. Like if you're struggling with things, um, you can change that yourself, just gratitude. How would you respond to that just real quickly in the terms of um, like mental health and, and, and clinical you know, psychology and therapy and stuff oh, like that? Great How does question. that kind of rectify? Yeah, yeah. What I'm not that? saying here is we don't need psychologists or that that the, the counseling is even bad or wrong. Like it's fantastic. Having people that we can process through yeah. is incredibly healthy and incredibly needed. And there's so much like real like mental issues that people that there's so much out there that we can use to help them. So I'm not referring to that. And I'm not even saying that, that everyone who has anxiety shouldn't like, like there's a need in a world for that. Correct. Uh, what we're trying to say here is that there are simple things that every person on the face of the planet can do yes. to make steps to help. Uh, now there are additional steps you can do and other additional things that professionals, that doctors and whatnot need to be part of. Um, but no matter where you're at, you can stop to breathe. Yes, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> and you can be grat you can have a heart of gratitude. Now let me explain that one because I didn't uh, get there. Yes. So a heart of gratitude. Here's what happens: as we think negative, toxic thoughts, and like uh, I'm the yeah. gossip, and we're bitter, and you know that that's who we are. That just it programs our response, and so we live a life of this anxiety, and and we're never at peace. But as we force our brains to have a, an attitude of gratitude, <laughs> uh, literally. The brains flush out the toxins. It, it's and there's this whole biological process, and there's a lot that we can talk about it. But we're just going to talk about the interesting stuff here. So literally, yeah. it does that. And as I was looking through, like, okay, what in our world forces us to just be gratitude? Like, what mindset does that put us in? Yeah. And I was reading this thing called a Bible. You might have heard of it. And if you look through this guy named Paul, who wrote many lot, uh, com few, yes. components of the New Testament that we have, uh, he talks so much about giving thanks to God, giving thanks as a form of gratitude, and the context in which we give thanks is worship. Yeah. And as I'm diving into this process, I'm realizing, wait a minute, worship, which is like our response to God's love and how we respond to God's love, is one of the key ways in which like reorients us and takes us out of this place of fear and into this place of healthy, like mentally. Mm -hmm. That's incredible to me. It's incredible. I think too, like to think that there's a God who... Um, loves us so much that the very thing that we do to, to love him is actually helping us as well. To think that he's so, I mean, obviously so much smarter than we are, but to to create that for us, to be like, hey, God, we're here to respect you and, and stand in awe of you. At the same time, God's like, I'm helping you also reorient your own values in order to live life that helps you while you're also worshiping me. I think that's kind of an incredible thing. I love um, that perspective. Thanks. That's, <laughs> I think it's, uh, yeah. That, yeah. So he, here's our encouragement for today. Uh, Breathe, breathe, and and secondly, um, find an opportunity to worship. Yeah, and that might be in song. It might be quieting your heart and soul. It might be going on a walk. But find find an opportunity just to give God thanks for the for the life you have for the the world that we're in. Because even though it's filled with a lot of chaos and fear right now, I I truly believe that that God is in control and mm -hmm. that God um, and that God cares. And that God is with us. And even in our painful moments and even in our painful times, we're not abandoned. And I think that's a really cool place to be in. Yeah, I agree. I think that in the coming weeks, no matter what happens, if we're at home or if we're at school again or if we're out in public, I think that that idea of, of taking a step back and being able to breathe and think, you know, how can I be grateful in every situation? It's something you can take with you anywhere. That's something that won't be able to be taken away from you, no matter where we have to be, where we're supposed to be. Um, and it's a, yeah, just great advice on how to handle 
like all the situations, all the stimuli coming at us um, in a way that's appropriate, but also God-fearing, respecting, also helpful to ourselves. Yeah. Cool. So may God awaken your soul to a, to a reality that is slightly less anxious and a little more trusting in who he is and who he wants to be in your life as Lord and Savior. Amen.